Hello, hello, beautiful people from all around the world. We're back. Felt really good to podcast again yesterday, and uh, glad to be here. Um, Scott Sports Network, my name is Scott, as always, and today we are back with episode two of Scott's Scoop, where I'm just going to try and run through the main headlines from the sports world in the last day or two and preview you for what's ahead. Uh, the first storyline I want to talk about today is the Los Angeles Chargers firing Anthony Lynn. Um, Lynn is a good coach, in my opinion, but I don't know if he is a head coach. He gets a lot out of his running backs. He was a former running back coach, a former running back himself, and he had a winning record with the Chargers. So I don't think that he is particularly like a bad coach. I think he inspires people. I think he's... Um, really just a really good motivator, but I don't know if all of the X's and O's and all the special teams issues and everything that they had, um, this team with a competent coach would have won 10, 11 games. I think they had plenty of talent to do so. Um, and Herbert looked excellent, but I think moving forward, it's a really attractive spot and it's a really good place to coach. They have a really good system. They have really good infrastructure. I like to let's go their GM. Um, and I think that they have a lot of blue chip talent on both sides of the ball. So if you're looking at all of the head coaching vacancies right now, there's six of them. And I think there's a pretty clear top three. And I think there's a pretty clear bottom three. Um, my top three head coaching vacancies in the NFL right now are the Chargers, the Texans, and the Jets. Um, the Chargers for the reasons that I just mentioned, plus it's in Los Angeles. Uh, the Texans, be solely because they have Deshaun Watson, um, they would be number one, I believe, if they hadn't weren't still atoning for the sins of Bill O'Brien. And the Jets, because I really like Joe Douglas. I think that's a franchise that has seen success in, in the past, and they have shown that they have a bit of a stable organization now. Um, they're going into next season with the number two overall pick, Makai Becton, um, and uh, just a decent defense as well like they showed that they would compete down down at the end of the year one two of the last three games um I know they were a dumpster fire for most of the year but Gase is gone now um so that would be my top three and then my bottom three would be the Atlanta Falcons the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Detroit Lions um I'd probably put the Falcons fourth just because they have shown to have a bit of success in the past um, but they're pretty talent-deprived, and their defense has been just absolutely abysmal. Um, the Jaguars would be higher because they have Trevor Lawrence coming in, you'd assume. Um, but their ownership can't seem to get out of the way of themselves, so that's going to be a big issue going forward. And the Lions have just been an awful organization, and I don't know if you can have success in Detroit. Um it's, it's difficult to find many bright spots within that roster, um, but I guess we'll see. Um, the three coaching candidates that I think are really going to have a choice, um, and I do expect to be head coaching head coaches next year, are Arthur Smith, the Tennessee Titans offensive coordinator, Brian Dabble, um, the Bills offensive coordinator, and Robert Sala, the um, 49ers defensive coordinator. I think all three of these guys, um, Smith and Dabble particularly, know how to run an offense really well, and Salah knows how to motivate teams. He's going to be more of um, an all-around coach, and he's going to need to find the right 
offensive coordinator to lead that offense, and that offensive coordinator is really he might um, determine the success of Salah's teams, but we've seen how well his defense has competed this year, even with the plethora of injuries they've had. So I really like those three guys, and I think that they will all have a chance to be a head coach in the NFL next year. Um, In more unfortunate news, the Browns just cannot catch a break, even when they make it to the playoffs for the first time in decades, it seems. Um, their head coach, Kevin Stefanski and guard starting guard, Joel Batonio both caught COVID and they both won't be attending the game coming up here, um, against the Steelers. And that is just a massive blow blow to them. And I feel terrible for their fans. I feel just awful for everyone, everyone involved. And it's not something that you can predict. It's not something that you can contain. It's, just the oddities of this season, and I do not like their chances against Pittsburgh without those two. Um, even with Pittsburgh's recent struggles, I think that they will, the Browns will struggle to put up points and compete against um, a Steelers defense that is shown to be elite, and they got a lot of rest for a couple of their more banged-up guys and more important players last week. It's going to be difficult for the Browns to... Um, pull through here and I don't know if they will but it's just such an unfortunate blow to them um moving forward to basketball last night it was fun to see Jason Tatum and Giannis both put up um 40 plus points last night that was really cool to see two players who have been um a bit off and on to start the season but last night Tatum looked really good against the struggling Raptors and Giannis looked like prime shack against um the (laughs) Pistons team and the Pistons and the Raptors both have the worst le- records in the league. Um, the Pistons at one and six, the Raptors at one and five. Everyone else has at least two wins, and they're so they're very different one-win teams. Considering uh, the Pistons just look like a dumpster fire with devoid of any talent, um, and the Raptors just are struggling in many facets of the game. I think it was really underrated how much. Um, replacing Ibaka and Gasol with um, Aaron Baines and Alex Len would really affect their team, and Chris Boucher's doing all he can, and um, they'll turn it around, and I fully believe they'll, at the very least, make the playing game in the Eastern Conference, um, but it's it's tough to watch. Um, Siakam and Van Vliet had a really good night last night, but um, Lowry just isn't the same, and uh, Baines and Len just look overmatched and outplayed. Nurses, uh, Nick Nurse, their coach, is being very vocal within the media about his frustrations, and I think they will turn it around. Uh, the Pistons won't, but the Raptors will likely turn it around, and um, hopefully as soon as possible because that's a fun team to watch when they're really clicking. Um. Finally, in some more local news, I um, I hate the Sacramento Kings still. Um, they looked so flat last night against a Warriors team who is um, definitely catching up uh, steam. I think they've won four of their last five, um, but they just look terrible. They don't look like they want to be there. Um, they're so, so, so reliant on um, a rookie <laughs> in Halliburton that when he goes out, they look just like a complete, complete, un- just abomination of a team. Um, and it's tough to watch. And um, 
they got me again. They got me again. I had a little bit of hope at the start of the year. Um, and they got me again. They got me, they drew me back in, but it's difficult to, to find hope when, um, Bagley and his dad are requesting trades on Twitter. And then he comes out the next game and has one point and goes minus 19 in the first half. Um, he's terrible. The whole team looks terrible. And, um, it's just, it's just going to be a long year. Uh, luckily it's only 72 games instead of 82 this year. Looking forward. I don't think there's any real, real great games out of the five NBA games on our slate tonight on this Tuesday, but there's, I mean, obviously fun players to watch. You have LeBron and Dame and Jokic and Kawhi and Paul George, people of that ilk. Um, but I think it'll be interesting to track the fallout of the Eagle situation and Doug Peterson, because it seems like there were stories coming out of, um, players needing to be restrained from going and, um, not attacking, but like just questioning Peterson's decision to pull Hertz in the, in the final quarter. Um, but yeah, I'll be back tomorrow. That should wrap it up. Anyways, thank you. Always remember to hype up your friends, tell your mom, you love them. I love you, mom. And enjoy the day because it's going to be another great one. Peace. Thank you.